0: Hello everyone, I'm Mike Toledo, your host on Dent Time PDR, a podcast about PDR training, tutorials, interviews, and much more. So get something to eat, drink, and start pushing. It's time to listen. All right, guys, before I get into the podcast, I wanna mention that I am going to be at a special seminar in Canada, May 16th through the 18th, brought to you by PDR Canada. It is their first event called PDR Repair Secrets. They're also going to have the IMI certification. Vince D'Alessandro, my good buddy, is obviously going to be certifying uh, you guys if you end up going. I uh, heard it's pretty much almost sold out, so get your tickets, check out PDR Canada, info at pdrcanada.ca. Now they're going to have uh, some techniques about finishing dents. It's called PDR Repair Secrets. They're gonna have Don Kavanaugh body line blending specialist Jean who's won the last two out of three Dent Olympics uh, well actually the dent repair contest you're going to see a lot of different things so you should join us and the IMI certification as I mentioned already brought to you by that part from Anson themselves along with TDN group so it's going to be a lot of fun a lot of hands-on I invite you to come you should check it out again info at pdrcanada.ca all right, this is going to be an interesting topic. It's um, something I, I get quite often talking about. Well, how good are the videos? Can I learn uh, PDR completely through video? And in the early days, I was, I was, uh, I really believed you really couldn't back then because there was just very little uh, what you could learn off of. But my main objective back then was to, uh, at least help understand and help the public educate about how PDR was done. But apparently a lot of people were learning off of what I was showing and demonstrating back in the day of how I was able to read a line board and how the dent was coming uh, out. So I'll get into how I'm going to tell a story about how I I got into PDR video video period how how I started doing pdr videos and then how uh dent trainer came along and and now video training versus personal pdr training what what is right for you and and the pros and cons so we're going to talk about that and maybe this will help you decide if this is a complete fit is this something that you want to really jump into because there are pros and cons, and I'm going to be quite honest about them. So we'll we'll dig right in. So here we go. Here is the story about this is this is how I got into. Um, now you've heard the story about how I how I got into PDR, but how did I get into uh, producing videos, uh, doing videos, you know, constantly a lot, and now it's 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 a marketing. Story staple, right? I mean, if you are in any way doing video or or have a PDR business, you've stumbled across doing a video at some point, right? Everyone has capabilities of video now on their phone, uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, you name it. There is a video platform. I knew, I knew since 2006, when I got into PDR, excuse me, when I got into videoing, I knew this was going to be the main platform eventually. It might not have been the platform back then, but I I had a deep feeling and my intuition was right is that PDR was uh going to be eventually soaked up by video. And here we are today in 2019, which is pretty much a lot of video. So not only is this going to help open your eyes about training, but your marketing might um, skills and, and the way you market your company. This might eventually help um, kind of give you put it in perspective. All right. So the story goes uh, back in 2000, early 2006. Uh, I get uh, a, a tech that I train. His name's Gonzo. And yes, yes, that's a real name. Uh, funny guy uh, from from Mexico City. Uh, he ended up going back. He doesn't do PDR any, anymore. He ended up taking care of his father's ranch. He got inherited some money back then, and uh, he's he's out uh, living well in Mexico City. But anyways, he goes, Mike. I've got a friend named Bira, and he's Brazilian. Cool guy, and I still know him today. He he wants to shoot some video of you because he thinks the service of what we do is just very, uh, um, intriguing and amazing. He'd like to just do a video and put it on YouTube. I said, YouTube, what is that? Oh, that's where, you know, people upload videos and, and, and people like it or they don't like it and they comment and, and yada, yada. And I had no idea what, what that was, but in a short summary, I got together with this guy Bira and he said, "Hey, I'd like to shoot a video of you." And he did, and he shot really professional way. I remember it was on a like a uh a Panasonic uh camcorder, but a real nice one, not a huge one, but a real nice high definition HDV cassette recorder. And 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 he he took some video and he said, "Okay, Uh, I want you to come over to my studio in downtown and we'll do a voiceover and I, and I want you to speak. I was like, wow, you want me to speak? He's like, yeah. I was like, all right, that's going to be interesting. So I get to his studio and, uh, go into his office. He had, I guess him and his partner had a big hosting company too. They had a bunch of servers in the back with air conditioning, you know, and, but uh, in another room, He had this video studio, and it was quite compact but very effective little little studio, really nice and professional. And lo and behold, he starts, he sits me down, he puts on a mic in there, and he starts, uh, he goes, hey, okay, here, this is what you need to say, and yada, yada, talk about your video. And so I just do a take, and he'd record it, and I was like, wait a minute, what is that? What kind of computer is that? And I just saw it was like a, just a big old aluminum case and uh, a separate big monitor but the, the the screen just did it just looked everything he was doing was intuitive it was like if he threw something away over the trash or if he went out or something on the screen it did what it did it wasn't like Windows where you you had to do three steps to make something work you know it was just the Mac was crazy and I asked him I said what is that and obviously I just gave it away and he says it's a Mac I said, a Mac? Talking like Apple? He's like, yeah. I said, shoot, man. I thought Apple was created in the 70s and went out in the 80s. I didn't, I didn't even know they make those. And he started laughing. He's like, no, man, this is, this is a staple for, for video editing. And I was just super intrigued about how and amazed that he was going to create a professional video right then and there from his computer. From an Apple computer. One that I thought was secondary. I thought you had to buy a giant Windows and stuff. Um, So I was intrigued. And so I did the voiceover. And I was amazed how he did it. And it was was great. I was. I go holy crap. I mean that's like a commercial to me. So he, he. He said he put it on YouTube. And lo and behold it started getting lots and lots of views. And lots of comments. And lots of comments. And I was like shoot, man. I was like, great. So I started looking into more Macs, you know, and Apple. And every time I went into Apple, it was like, it was always a crowd. It was, it was just different. You know, not everybody knew about Apple because you know, none of the iWatches, no Apple phone yet. There was nothing like that. Okay. Apple phone, Apple iPhone didn't come out for another year, year and a half later in late 2007, somewhere around there. And, but it was still, Their Mac computers, back then it was iPod. Yeah, they they had iPods and their Mac Pros. Now, iMovie today, or not even iMovie, Final Cut today, some of you guys would know, some of you guys are familiar with Final Cut, some of you aren't, but Final Cut Apple back then was not even close to what it was today, as easy as it is today to use. Back then, it was a real, real production, uh, linear editing software. I mean, it came in this huge thing. And, you know, if anybody knows me, I go all in. Regardless if I know anything or not about it, I'm just going to go ahead and and learn on the fly. Well, this took a long learning curve for me to learn on the fly. I jump in to to this platform and I have no idea what I'm doing. And I bought this video camera that way, this camcorder, uh, big Canon camcorder um, with my friend David who, who you probably see on one of the, the first PDR training videos I've done. And still to this day, I still, uh, it's still a staple in learning the Lineboard 101. So that's what the name of the video is. But anyways, I got way over my head and I got into PDR started doing tutorials because without tutorials, how could anybody really understand what you were doing, right? So I would explain in a way, thinking I was telling, talking to the public about my service, but really who was really learning was the guys who wanted to do PDR. And I started getting tons of more feedback about it. So I said, you know what, it really, maybe I should just concentrate a little on the basics, and then when that got further, you know, I saw other schools creating training for people, but it was, yeah, we all know it's, there's some schools out there that are actually out there to, to help a student to really succeed. And then there's most of them out there are not are they're, they're in it for the money. They don't give a crap really about the success of the student. And uh, it's them, uh, themselves first and the student second. So that is the main story. And I started getting more and more involved in not only promoting my company, but doing PDR training tutorials and doing them right. Because as I taught and trained, I understood what needed to be done in a video to a certain point. And then again, we're going to talk about the pros and cons about video versus personal training. And there there you have it. That's how I got into it. And then we'll we'll get into a little bit later about, about Dent Trainer, about how that came about. But as some of you know, or most of you know, that I am co-founded Dent Trainer along with John Hiley. And that has become a very helpful platform regardless if you're a newbie or a veteran PDR tech. Yeah, there's something there for you regardless if it's business, marketing, learning PDR from the basics, understanding the tools, uh, advanced techniques, and even tool discounts, PDR tool discounts. So it's a great site. So if you want to check it out, denttrainer.com, you'll learn a lot. Uh, So I'm not going to go too deep more into how I created Dent Trainer. That's going to probably be another topic. And I'd really like to bring John on for that one. So... Uh, my business partner. So I'm not going to go uh, too deep into that, but we founded Dent Trainer in 2014 and uh, it, it took off and we put a lot, a lot of work and we continue to do a lot of work in there uh, and stuff. A lot of you guys probably said, well, Mike, you probably fell off of YouTube. You you don't put a lot of videos out there on YouTube. Well, I owe a lot of responsibility to the members at Dent Trainer. I I could easily put a lot of videos out there, but I I think the main benefit to the people who are serious about learning are the ones who pay for the knowledge. And that's why I put a lot of my effort and a lot of my videos are on dent trainer. I put teasers. Sometimes I'll put a whole episode of a, a training video on YouTube, but not, not often. So I just, I got a couple coming out for it just to let you guys know, I still got it. I still got my skills. I still, the way I teach is unique. So I think it's, it's an advantage to, um, to see the videos, but I'd have not fallen off at all. Not, not one bit. Uh, so if anybody's wondering like, and you don't put out as many videos as you used to on YouTube. Yes, you're right. And And no, I haven't fallen off, but I will, I will be putting out some, some cool content. And every once in a while, I do something live that's just intriguing. I just do whatever I feel is necessary. I don't do what people want me to do, okay? I, I, I do what makes me happy and what I think is going to benefit based on my own experience. So if anybody's uh, a little butthurt about me not being able to put as many videos out on YouTube, uh, I'm sorry. There are other people out there putting some good videos out there, though, too. So there's a guy named uh, Christopher Ray, Ryan Shutt. Um uh, Dave O from Windy City, the Dentless Guys, the uh, PDR Workshop fellas. I got to give them a shout. They they're doing a great job uh, up and coming and doing a, a really fantastic job helping the industry and and, and keeping this part of the PDR thing uh, very entertaining and informative. So check them out. So let's get into now the real topic, video training versus personal. So video Okay, so we're going to go through the pros, and then I'll touch base on the pros each individual, okay? So the pros of video training, okay? You go at your own pace. So there's no commitment. There's no pressure if this is right for you or not. Uh, Low-cost investment. So you are only paying, uh, a, you know, anywhere between less than $100 to, you know, uh, $500 for the year. Very low investment. Um. In most most cases, if they're produced right, which on denttrainer.com they are, they keep you in good habit. In other words, like how to move your board, are you looking at the right reflection, what are you seeing versus what you shouldn't be seeing, a uh, lot of tips and tricks in the videos. Okay, Good advice when it comes to tool choices, so you're not kind of guessing at what you should buy, uh, you're seeing tools that really work and professional pdr tools you're not you're not uh you know hey here's a set and you don't know what any of them are used for so that's a good good way to measure yourself when on video Um, and you see various techniques as i mentioned tech tips um, different ways to do dents. there's hundreds of different ways to do a dent to be honest with you Uh, you just got to find your own way that you like and you're comfortable with Uh, The cons of video training, uh, no physical feel, uh, meaning like you don't know how hard you're really supposed to push, but are you pushing correctly or are you doing too much twisting, not enough pushing? There's things like that. Uh, You could develop bad habits. So you think you're doing it right, but nobody's seeing you do it and they don't know, you don't know if you're doing it right or wrong. You you're struggling, and if you're struggling, you probably do have some bad habits in there. And I wouldn't say they're necessarily habits; it's just your technique is not as good as it would be if you're doing personal training. The other way, the other thing is your it's a slow learning curve. Okay, the video training is a very slow learning curve. Like I said, I'm not saying that you can't do it, but the the learning curve is is much slower versus personal. Uh, Nobody supervising for an instant, correcting. So I already kind of mentioned that as well. So those those are kind of the ca, con, pros and cons. Video is video has come a long way. Okay, They're the the way I shoot it is I think is unique. Uh, I know people are trying to come out with their own training videos out there, and you'll see if you see my videos back in the day, early days, the way I teach it is is unique up to now because I see people, uh, I wouldn't say copying it, but it's pretty similar. Okay. In certain things that some people are doing, but the way I want, I, I, there's a difference between passion and trying to make money off of you. Okay. So if here's the deal with me, I want to be real up front, guys. I'm, I've been consistent the whole, my whole career, I've been consistent. If you go back and look at 2006 videos, how I was to 2019, I'm consistent. I'm not not somebody never different. You can always count on me to be the same person and know that I'm very passionate about this this industry. Some of you guys might say, well, you're making money. Well, that's that's what happens eventually. It's, you know, for years... I gave my content away. If you want to see years, if you don't believe me, go on denttime.com, go to my blogs, go look at all those posts up to like, there was, I have blog posts are 2010, 2008, 2006. I've been, I was putting out stuff like that. Shoot, there's a, there's a blog called denttime.blog that I don't even maintain anymore, but it's a blog out there and there's tons of good content on there. So I've always been doing stuff to help the industry and eventually if anybody reaches that point, yes, they're going to monetize it and it's just something that's eventually going to happen. That's, that's what you do. Um, and you can't, you can't live off for free the whole, the whole nine yards. And the main thing is that the value of what I give is huge compared to, um, what really I get back. Okay. So, you know, some people might think otherwise, but again, it's all about being consistent. So I didn't mean to go off too much on there, but I want to get something straight there. I mean, I really, really am passionate about it. And then um, I really want to help the, the industry. And when I teach and when I say something, I'm, I'm, I really want that person to succeed. I have a student right now. He, he's quiet. He's doing a great job glassed out a a ding or a nice shot, excuse me, on a rail. I wouldn't say a door ding where he's able to push it out. He had to glue pull it out and he did an awesome job. The proof is in the pudding. Okay. Uh, I do have that on a video too, by the way. Um, so that, that brings me into personal training. Okay. So let's do, let's do the, let's do the pros and then we'll do the cons. Okay. The pros. Now this is all pertaining to a good trainer. This isn't just talking about myself, okay? There are some, some decent trainers out there. I wouldn't say a lot, less less than a few, okay? Might have, maybe three to five. I'm going to say that. Three to five, maybe, okay? Um. Pros again, okay? Instantly correcting bad habits. So if you're doing something wrong, boom. Like, for instance, for me, I can correct you. Okay. Hey, you you know what? You have the board too close or you're going with a too sharp of a tool too soon. Things like that. Okay. Instantly, oh, excuse me, learning curve is superior. Okay. I mean, there is no doubt about it. And that brings up another point to me. So someone brought attention up to me uh, about a video. There's a certain person that's doing training videos uh, on YouTube and And uh, one of the guys said, well, I just got out of school and I'm having a hard time with this and yada, yada. And what the person said, replied to him, he says, basic training is a waste of time. Now, this person is actually teaching PDR through video. And he said that two weeks, the basic training is a waste of time. So let me put that in perspective for you. Let's just say this person went for four weeks because, well, they didn't, but let's just say they went to four weeks with me. And we have another student who's starting at the same time. I have him in a different room watching anybody's videos, including mine. Let's just say dent trainer, any. I give him access to any video he wishes, but no physical personal training. I can tell you right now, in four weeks, the personal person that's doing the personal training is going to mop over the person who's learning through video. I annihilate him. I mean from glue pulling, the big dents, to finishing body lines, creases, you name it. 4 weeks. Now he might not, that personal training student might not glass everything out, but I'll tell you what, he's not going to wreck anything. He's going to be much cleaner and at least understands what he needs to perfect compared to what he's confused on or doesn't understand because that's what it's about. Like when you're doing video training, if you're not paying attention and you're not going slow, you're going to confuse yourself. If you jump around, that's another thing. If you're jumping around from video to video and you're not going technically in the order you should, you're going to confuse yourself because a lot of this learning Or PDR is about patience. Control, slow and steady wins the race. Slower is faster. All those things pertain to how well you're going to learn PDR. And that also goes back to your thinking. So we'll get to that too as well. We'll we'll cover that. All right, we're still on pros of personal training. You get to use the latest PDR tools. Now, this isn't always the case for different schools or personal trainers some guys just really they like a certain amount of tools certain brand and that's what you're going to be stuck with using or they're trying to sell you tools that they're trying to make money off when people come to me and training I don't make a dime off any of the tools i just advise you hey i got all these tools go see these tool manufacturers here's what works here's what i like Here's what I have duplicates of. You try them and then you buy. You, you decide what you like. That's how the training works with me. I don't make a dang dime. I give a substantial good discount if they want some ultra dent tools. I contact all the manufacturers. I'll contact Dentcraft, PDR Finesse, uh, Stanliner. you name it. James Lee, a limit dent. If they want stucky stuff, I'll contact I'll, I'll, I'll help them out. And try to get them a, di- a discount if if those guys allow. Carbon tech, it, it's it 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 is a huge benefit to have the advantage to work with different tools because we all know tools these days make a huge difference on how well your repairs come out clean because you're you're not spending a lot of cleanup time at the end of your ten to fifteen percent. All right, so and I started for the long pause right there. Uh you're not guessing on how to use the tools as well. So you might see a tool that's kind of like a Stanley tool, right? You get a tool and like you've seen that tool and you're like what the hell is this used for? And what's the, the first thing you say? That's junk or you that blah blah blah. But we all know it's because you don't understand it so you're going to of course you're going to make some some comments like that. But on video even though you see myself or john or someone else maybe's video and you're seeing them use a tool and they're not explaining it enough or maybe they are but physically you haven't been able to know how to use it how much pressure should you put on are you twisting it are you rocking it different way are you did you sideload it the wrong way are you supposed to push straight on the tip oh were you supposed to retape did the tape bust through you don't know right so That's the great thing about personal PDR training. You get to see those things right away and understand them right then and there at that moment. Uh, Learning how to market. Now, again, this isn't something that every course or every school, every personal trainer is going to teach you. Hopefully they do, but you know that's going to, I'm going to, I'm speaking for myself. So if you, uh, let's just, I'm not going to talk for anyone else. I'm going to to speak for myself. I know that everybody, every school does this at least the last two things i've been saying they don't they they don't offer in-depth marketing which i do okay understanding pdr pricing okay not trying to, i'm not i don't encourage any tech to lowball anybody at any time nor do i just lowball period i don't want that because my belief is if you charge a high enough price you're going to do a much better job because the carrot is still dangling in front of you. The minute that you don't charge it enough and you realize that, what happens in the middle of the repair or even in the start repair? You realize, oh man, I hit a brace. Oh man, it's aluminum. Oh man. You your your motivation to do a great job just goes right down the toilet. And so does the repair, so does the outcome. Nobody wins in that situation. And it doesn't matter if you're a veteran or you're a newbie. You gotta set your price. And that's why a price guide is gonna help you set the base price and then you can do the add-ons. If you're gonna cut down a price, you're gonna cut down on the add-ons. Maybe, okay, it's 25% aluminum, I gotta do 25% R&I. Well, I'll tell you what, sir, I'll take 10% off this part and 15% off this part, but you're never going below your base. And you're still getting a great price. And the customer thinks that they're getting a good deal. Again, that's another topic, but quick summary about how I teach that as well. Working on real cars in real environments, that's a big one too. There's no, there's no, unless, unless there's a specific panel that I have, like I have at the shop, I have uh, aluminum hail hoods. So one or two days, the tech is on there, but he's not on, he doesn't start on a hood. I just want to let you know that. Doing a top panel, if, if, you start at my, if I start my student on a top panel right away, uh, then they're, they're so used to it when they go on the side. They're like, it's lost. It's so hard. It's way easier to, to transition from a side panel to a top panel. So going on real cars, they get to touch every part of the panel of the vehicle. We get to go on real field trips at the dealerships so he can work on the car. You know, all this is the person that's working. Okay, they're doing, they're actually doing work. They're constantly pushing, not watching, unless they want to watch a specific dent or a customer comes in once in a while and they'll see how the technique is done. But it's not constant working. That's the same thing. I'm not constantly making money. Uh, eventually, I, I do bring customers in and have him work on it, or if it's a walk in, then we'll do it. But it's not very often. I do schedule my appointments. Uh, By appointment only, and you can you can start your career right away after training. Again, I'm speaking for myself because that is the point. That's the point. It's not. I don't want anybody to feel that they're not confident in doing what they need to do about PDR. If they're not confident, then I feel like I didn't do my job. I want to make sure that they're very confident what they do. Now, there's some people that just they just don't have confidence. Okay, but they have the skill. They just got to believe in themselves. And that could be you. Maybe you've already gone to a PDR course, but you know how to take a dent out, but you don't have the confidence to get your butt out there and do it. I think eventually after you learn how to do PDR, your biggest challenge is going to be marketing yourself, believing that you can actually do those repairs, glass your repairs. And I'm telling you, the more pressure you put on yourself, the better you're going to perform. And that's the real dang darn truth, because the real experiences is getting the experience. Learning from it. And a saying that I've always said in the PDR business, you don't, you never lose, okay? You never lose in PDR. You either win or you learn. And in most cases, you do both. But you really have to believe in yourself. That's with everything, any kind of business. So the cons, let's talk about the cons of personal training. It's a big damn investment. It's it's a big big investment, and you cannot be not sure about yourself. I mean, it's it's okay to doubt like what's gonna happen, the outcome. But if you really, really are super like you you don't feel like man, I I," you don't got that urge like you're gonna do it, um, then don't do it. You know, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not easy to learn. You'd want to do your research huge because it's a huge investment. It's probably one of your biggest investments personally coming out of your own pocket because there's a lot of things that go with that investment. Okay. And we're going to get to that. You have to travel in most cases. So if you want to go to me and you're in the cross country or you're in a different country, you're going to have to travel. It's another thing too is a lot of people are like, well, do you have anybody closer to me? Do you know anybody closer to me? Right then and there, I know they're not serious. I'm like, unfortunately man i don't and, and that's the truth in most cases i don't know anybody near them that could train as good as me or uh, or someone else i know a few other people i know that i could recommend and that's the truth it's not because i'm not I, i'm trying to be selfish and i want them to only come to me but if you're looking for somebody that's close to you you've already made you're already you already made a mistake right there or or the cost is too much. You rather go to someone cheaper. That is really crazy. Uh I'll go to someone cheaper because I can't afford Mike. Dude, you don't want the best pro, you don't want the best quality of training. I like if I had a chance to go to Gale and I could afford it and I know I'm going to get the best education, why would I go to my community college because it's closer and it's cheaper? I'm not going to even come close to getting the best education or get a job when I get out there because I don't have the experience or the, or the teachers that are able to get me to the best to my ability. So, and I'm not trying to sound like, uh, you know, I'm the best of all best, but I, I want to, my train, how I train is very relaxed. Okay. It's very relaxed. And I'll be honest with you. I'm not over your shoulder every second. So if you think that's the way I train, I don't, I have a unique way how I train people and, It works and it works. I have a very good track record on that. Now it sounds like I'm pitching it and I am. I'm pitching myself, but I'm not going to lie either. I, I know how to train people, and this is some things that you guys need to check out too. Now I'm not saying, hold on, let me back this up. I'm not saying that trainers should leave you alone. What I'm saying is that they should let you technically explore a bit but not too much. it's kind of like, Hey, yeah, you can go off the beaten path, but don't get lost. That's, that's kind of like what I'm doing. I'm watching you, but I'm not sure that you're not getting lost. And that's, and that's, that's how we do it. We will stay on maybe a, a over the shoulders hour, two hours. Boom. You got an assignment. Let's see what you do. Okay. Let me see what you would. Let's evaluate. What do you think? Now you got that out pretty clean. Now, what do you think you did to get that to that point? Now here's another technique on how to use it. Here's a different tool on how to get to a different point. So there's a lot, of, lot of little details that make a student successful in their repairs. I don't want to teach, tell a customer, uh, excuse me, a, a student, hey, you need to push here. No, you need to push here every second. That's not training. That's dictating. That's the dictating training. He's not going to know if he's actually doing it right if he doesn't do it himself. So are base, there's a base, then there's there's the the alone time, and then there's where okay, it's time for the lesson. Let's see you push let's let's do a thing and another thing, I don't move my students on until they actually really can consistently do a a type of dent on a type of panel on a type of whatever it is. maybe it's glue pulling, maybe it's tapping down. Pushing deep dance, whatever it is, but they've got to know how to glass a dent before they can really move on to a, to a separate and more advanced technique. All right another thing the cons is unfortunately is sacrificing time away from your family two to four weeks minimum that that is probably one of the biggest cons I in my opinion because it really does it's I especially if you have kids, and the wifey's holding down the fort at home while you're training. You're thinking about the family. She's thinking that she's going through stress. She's got to take the kids. She's got to, you know, hold down everything, you know, everything. I know. I know that's a that's a big commitment. And that's part of the big investment. All those things right there is what uh, what I'm referring to. And that's why you have to make sure that PDR is going to be for you because if you're going to put your family in a sacrifice position, you're going to take an investment that's going to, that's, that puts a toll on everybody, a stress on you and the family. Another thing, truthfully, there's a chance you can't make it. There's a chance you can't make it in PDR. And I've gone over to the, over this situation with PDR about if you can't make it. Generally the number one reason that you can't make it is because you go back to your other job or you get you put 10% of effort and 90% of everything else into P, like your work, your family. And I'm not saying I'm not saying family's important, you know. We we all know family's important. But if you if you're doing anything else besides PDR beyond family and church and you know god and god and family it should be family god family but the right there neck and neck so i would say the both one god family and pdr there you go if you can't grasp that you can't understand that that's what you need to do then don't then do the video training see if it's if it's something really you like And then see if that's something you're willing to make a commitment to to better yourself and to get further. And it's always harder than you think. I don't care what you say, what anybody says. I have people contact me religiously saying, Well, I work with my hands. I'm very good with my hands. I can pick this up, blah, blah, blah. And that's, that's, that's another reason why they fail too is because they really think, and that doesn't happen very often to me. I don't get those that many people like that. I get people that mention it, but I talk them out of it right away because it's not as easy as you think. And, and, and if you're a body man or if you're a painter, PDR has nothing to do with what, you, what you've been doing. Nothing. It is totally different. Way, way different. I'm just being quite honest and I'm trying to help you make a decision because maybe if you listen to this podcast and you're dabbling into PDR and you're listening to my podcast, or maybe you got somebody that you're thinking about sending to training. First of all, they got to want to train. They, you don't want to send anybody to any school or myself if they don't want to learn it. If, if you're sending it to them because you wish that they could go and then they can make you money, that's the wrong reason. You got to make sure that they want to go. And if you're talking about yourself, if you want to go, you got to make sure that you're ready to go and committed. And the other last one is uh, you're nervous about doing it for real. So after your training or during your training, you're getting closer. Here's here's what happens with my students. Okay. They're excited in the beginning, like super excited. And they should be. I mean, they're thinking about, you know, what the could be, what should be halfway through the training it's getting crunch time all of a sudden they're getting all of a sudden they go from happy to like like oh like they're rolling their eyes back you know they're like oh they're kind of getting nervous right third week comes comes rolling past now it's coming into fourth week and it's like oh shit i'm gonna be doing pdr i have to go do pdr i have to train it's the most biggest nervous thing that you've seen. How do I know? Because I train, I train for a living. Every student goes through this. Every person who wants to do this for a living and is for real goes through these emotions. And I know because some of you guys are laughing and going, Holy crap. That's how I felt. That's how I felt. dude." Yeah, I know. It just tells you my experience too. And I, and I, and you're, th- you'll thank me because maybe you'll go to someone else, but I, and you heard this podcast And maybe you'll come to me and you heard the podcast, you're like, man, Mike, when you said, oh, about being nervous, 100% true. Every, every guy who wants to succeed or woman will feel and have that emotion. If you don't have any of those nervous butterflies, then, then you shouldn't be doing it because you should, it's natural for you to do that. And that's not necessarily a con in a way, honestly, if you look at it that way. If you look at it the other way, you should be concerned. You should be. And that's a good trait because you really care about what your outcome is. But if you pay attention, work hard, bust your ass afterwards, you'll do well. And I don't mean practicing. Practicing, let me tell you, that is an overstated word in the PDR school dictionary. Okay? That's an escape goat for saying, when you're not doing that good, they throw it back on you. Well, you got to practice. You got to practice. Practice is bullcrap. Practice is when you're already there. Perfect. You got to perfect and you got to bust your butt, work hard and go out and get some real cars, your friend's cars, your own car, not door panels, not hood stands, real cars and work on them. Work on anybody's car. But here's the thing, you should always charge. That's just the way I would do it because if you had two cars identical, one free, one one you're going to charge, one the dents are in the same spot, one's your friend's car, one's your paying customer car. Which one do you really think you're going to do a good job and they're both hard? I guarantee you if they're hard and it was your friend's car, you you wouldn't do a good job or you'd quit. But the but the customer car, you're caring about your reputation you're getting paid and, and you want to do a good job, right? I think I already said that, but you want to do a good job. You're getting paid and it forces you and you're under pressure. sorry. You're under pressure. And that, those three things make you perform much better. So that's it. I mean, that's, that's the pros and cons of video training and personal training. It's technically is like, okay, video training is just like, okay, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm, I want to, you know, I'm talking about newbies now. I'm not talking about the, the veterans, the veterans, it's dude, it's a win period. Okay. Um, because you can, you can definitely keep learning different things regardless of its tools or not, but for newbies, video training is something that you, it's a low investment. It's something that you can dabble in. It's kind of like a low investment. You're kind of watching your pennies, but you're thinking about it. Maybe you're a body guy. Maybe you want to learn push to paint. Maybe you want to flag more hours and less time. Shit, video training is going to be great for you. It's going to be great for you. Okay. You're going to learn a lot. But if you really want to, really want to take it to another step, then you want to do personal PDR training and you've got to do your research. And here's another thing, too. Just because someone's great at PDR, The wrong thing to do is just ask them to train you because if they're a busy guy you don't want them doing dents while you're watching them that's not learning i did that training it's called with my stepdad listen to podcast number two that was the wrong way to train do it right or don't do it at all save your money until you can afford it or have the budget to do it right but but at least dabble in it go check out denttrainer.com you'll be glad you did they're way way good videos they're not they're not youtube videos they're they're way better so that's my take i'm out of here i don't want to go too long on it so i gotta i gotta go to dinner with the wifey so i'll catch you guys on the next podcast if you guys have any questions you just hit me up on on the messengers on messages on uh, instagram hit me up there you can hit me up uh, that's Instagram um, with the handle dent time, Facebook dent time. Okay. I will, I will reply back. Uh, have no worries. Okay. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes. Uh, give me a review and let me know what you think. All right. I'll talk to you later. See you.